and welcome to this week's episode. I'm Faye Lenner. I'm Hugh McCarran. I'm Ben Maloney. And I'm George Hood. Come take a seat with us on the Mockery Cushion as we step into the shadows of the spirit world and uncover tales of the paranormal. we have a special guest. So, hi George, welcome to the Mockery Cushion. It's great to be here, thank you for having me guys. So, George lives in a haunted house. Which sounds like I'm insane, when you kind of put it like that. <laughs> like, I, I, I probably do sound insane in that, but like, all my family swear by the fact that our house is haunted. So George, <laughs> tell us a bit about your experiences in your house. <laughs> Well, I, I, I've only ever experienced like one kind of haunting because um, basically, well, I'll just tell the story of what, the one I experienced, which was kind of weird. But I was just, when I was in uh, university, I came home, I was doing work uh, on one of my assignments and the door knocked, I opened it and it was my dad's work partner. I let him in, brought him through to the kitchen where my dad and mum and sister were. I then went back and did some work. And then I saw like this black figure walk by in the garden where like the, where I was working, obviously looked down the garden. I thought, oh, like, that's kind of weird. I don't know who that was, but I just assumed, oh, it's going to be someone like else who's, who's round. And then I heard my mum and my sister say, did you just see someone walk from the kitchen into the garden? Uh, they were like, yeah, like, who is that? They went outside, tried to find this, whatever it was couldn't find anyone and I was like oh no like I literally just saw someone walk by as well and that's the only thing but then I guess you could maybe explain that but we able to that's really so, weird I think that's weird but easily I guess it could have been I don't I don't know so, have any of your family members had other experiences in the house then yeah, well? yeah okay like so there's the, more uh, uh, yeah, uh, quite a, a lot, which is like, uh, so my parents bought this house like a few months before I was born and uh, it was like a, a bit of a wreck when they bought it and they like did up and they immediately when they, they moved in, they thought there was something just a bit weird about the house. So they said it had a, an odd feeling, which is a bit weird, especially for my dad to say, because he's like very matter of fact. I know him, but like he wouldn't just, if he didn't believe something, he wouldn't have said it because he's just a bit blunt, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So I think the first major one that happened was my mum had dropped us all, all my siblings and I off at school. She was doing some housework upstairs and she heard like toys going off in mine and my brother's room. And she was like so freaked out because no one was home to the point that she had to call my dad and um, like say, can you come home? Like there's, there's like someone must be in the house. And then my dad came home while my mum, I think I like just maybe hid in her bedroom or something. And uh, dad did like a sweep of the house, found nothing, no signs of anyone having been in the house. And then, so my mum just kind of brushed it off. But then later on that same day, my sister came home from school. It was only her in the house. And again, she heard toys and noises coming from mine and my brother's room again, to the point again where she called my dad and was like, 
there's someone upstairs. She then waited in our front garden and was like terrified. And my neighbor came out and was like trying to comfort her. No one was in the house again. So I think that was like the first one that kind of happened, but it was always when my siblings were younger, they brushed it off as being like, oh no, it's nothing. But even though my parents had knew that there was something a bit weird because they have seen ghosts in our house, which sounds insane, but they, like, and, and so my siblings, like my mum always sees, not always, I say always, like once a year, I'd say, sees like <laughs> someone yeah, like in a, I think they're in like a black suit and a, they're wearing a black like top hat. They walk from the hallway into the dining room and she's seen that at least like countless times now. Like I remember she saw it last year and it's just always just walking into the, the dining room and it's like the same person every single time, which I think is a bit strange. Do you have any idea who the ghost might be? No, not really, because from what we what we know, we know someone died in what they think is my what we think is my room now. But the basis for believing that is because there's a a lot of weird stuff has happened in my room. So it used to be when my sister moved out, I took her room, and before before when it was her room, like she always had her TV turn on at night and. Like, with, with no explanation so she had to like end up unplugging it at night and then one time she was sitting on like the um what's the bit of the window a window ledge the windowsill the windowsill oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the windowsill with her boyfriend tom. with her boyfriend tom and um they were looking at this painting she had on her on her wall and they both just watched it as this crack just like shot across the 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 glass fronted frame and they they couldn't like there was no wind like the window wasn't open the frame itself didn't move it just it just cracked and they found that just strange stuff because they were looking at it at the exact moment when it cracked too which was a bit strange but were they, were they talking about the painting as they were as it happened or? i don't know um, I'm not actually sure if they were or not, because I guess, I mean, they were both looking at it, so maybe they were. I'm not sure, but they, he he also was like, so so he lived, um, they're those who uh, moved out and then moved back in here when they moved to Ipswich. And uh, Lucy, my sister, was telling him like, oh, like our house is haunted. And then he was like, oh, no, it's not. Like, it's like, that's stupid, don't be ridiculous. And once he'd lived here for a few months, he was like, there's just something a bit weird going like it just there's a weird vibe to the house which sounds really stupid to say but that like he said it and all my family think there's something a bit strange like what would you describe it as like what would you just describe that feeling as i i I mean i don't feel it as much as uh, like my sisters and mum and dad do i like it's not like a threatening thing like that no one's afraid like i'm no one's after everything that has been seen and everything that's happened, no one's like afraid to to go like walk downstairs in the dark, for example. Like, it's not like we're not afraid of anything. I think it's more just you. I guess you feel that there could be something there. Like I think my sisters have just when they're like they're alone, they're, like they feel like there's something maybe like on in another room that they that they can't that they they know's not there, 
but they can feel like some kind of weird presence, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how, I, I don't feel scared at all being in the house. I think, I mean, do you get a weird vibe or anything? I mean, I, I hadn't told you till last week that I... I mean, not really. I haven't seen any ghosts, but no. just the fact that we're sat in your garden and it's really dark, it does put me on edge a little bit. Because <laughs> we're just like staring out into the darkness and it's a bit weird. Mm. It's, I don't like it. It's a bit strange, but it's, it's, it's comforting in a weird... I don't feel scared. Like, I feel almost comforted knowing something could be there. Because you're not... It's never... You're never alone there, I guess, in exactly. a way. Mm. But, no, we just know, like, when we'd moved in, about a, a few months in, my, where my mum was working, this work colleague came up to her and was like, oh, so I understand you've just moved. Where have you moved to? And obviously said our address and everything. She was like... Oh, like I knew the previous owner that lived there. She died in the house in one of the back rooms upstairs. And that's the only indication. We, I mean, a lot of people have died in a lot of houses. That's not uncommon. But it's just that they're certain that it's my room just because of the, the weird things that happened there. I, that's like all we kind of have as a basis for anything leading to paranormal activity. Didn't your house used to be some sort of nurse's accommodation? Yeah, th that's what I've been told. It used to be, uh, ages ago, it used to be uh, nurse's accommodation because we obviously, um, I live like right by Ipswich Hospital. Um, but I'm not sure, like that could, I guess, I'm not sure how we knew that. I need to probably ask a bit more about that. But yeah, apparently nurse's accommodation, <laughs> which is a bit strange. But no, I think, Trying to think about the, yeah, th this one actually got me. So, my sister, like two years ago, she was walking downstairs from her room, and she thought my dad was in front of her as he was walking down the stairs, and so she followed him downstairs, and he went into the kitchen and then into the utility, which is just off the kitchen, and she started having a conversation with him, being like, oh, like, just which is any kind of conversation you'd have in one evening, and. Um, then she was like wondering like why is he not responding? So she went into the utility and no one was there. My dad was just in the in the um, in the living room, like just sat down. I was like I've not just been into the utility, but she saw this person walk down the stairs, walk into the kitchen, and he wasn't there. That's <laughs> wild. That one I think is a bit weird, but I don't. I don't know. I feel like all of this could have an explanation. It's just because obviously I've not. Like, I don't know. The only ones that get me are when they line up with what other people have said. So, like, when there's a coincidence, like, when two people have seen the same thing or, or on the same day, I think that's weird. Weirder than just, I don't, I just, I, I feel like there could be an explanation because I don't know how much I believe all this, even though I know that there is a weird thing with this house. I'm curious. I'm curious about the figures. Um, when he seen like when he saw the one walk across the garden, and then um, mm. like did did they look or the guy with the top hat did 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 they look just like real people, like mm. they weren't like see through or there wasn't anything weird about them exactly. Not that I know. Just like kind of ordinary looking people. Just they're not supposed to be there. Like. No one in my house wears a top hat. Yeah. <laughs> it walks around. Um, 
like and that from what all I know there's nothing like it doesn't seem like the normal ghost you think of like in kind of terms of like being see-through or or looking scary just like a normal normal people I guess that just shouldn't be there so wow. so how long ago was it that the person died do you know or um I'm not sure I would imagine it would have been like quite a while ago because the, my parents are still I think well they they knew at least the people that bought our that owned our house before so I think they would have told them so I'd assume it must have been like 40 years ago at least by now but uh, I'm not actually sure I mean a weird thing about it was her the woman's granddaughter was in the bed with her when she died of what I was told which is really creepy <laughs> I don't know why I found that like that that creeps me out more than thinking someone died yeah. in the house but yeah. no and then actually the, sorry I feel like I'm rambling but like it sounds it sounds like I'm really insane, but like I like my family are like totally normal by the way. Like we we like disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> like by the way, we're normal. <laughs> there are no no cases to be found in this episode. Yeah. That sounds like I'm hiding something. Yeah, like, yeah. No we're certified normal. sane person. Say <laughs> <laughs> your family is very caring. Yeah. Not not like conspiracy theorists yeah. or or anything like that. Very, very normal. Just don't engage in seances or. <laughs> weird, weird. I would love to do that. I can imagine doing a seance. She could be Yeah, they're out at the family gatherings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. But the, so um, two years ago as well, my my uncle was staying here over Christmas, and he stayed in my room. And obviously, we hadn't really disclosed like the fact that we think our house is haunted to family members or people because it seems weird and so we hadn't told him anything about how we think the house is strange and he obviously stayed in my room and afterwards he was like your room doesn't feel right there's just something it it just if it's haunted it's haunted like if there's any room that's haunted here, it's that room and again he doesn't believe in ghosts but he just he says it feels it just feels different, I guess, which I, I found weird because no one had said anything to him about the house or anything about the hauntings, the hauntings in the air quote. But that, that, that got me too, just because, yeah, no one knew. <laughs> That's bizarre that you just said that when he knew nothing yeah. about the house's history or wasn't even into ghosts. Or... No, not at all. My parents obviously have lived in a few houses before. They've they've said you know everything's normal there, like nothing feels weird in those houses. Obviously, my I sis, uh, like both my sisters have moved out now. They don't feel anything weird about their house. It's just this house for some reason, and I'd I'd love to find out. Like I would I would love to find out more history on it. I mean, I, it's. Probably it's like, it's just in, in Ipswich, a house in Ipswich. Yeah, nothing Probably hasn't got much. Exactly. <laughs> but like, no, it'd be interesting to know, but I I don't know. I, I want to believe it's ghosts, I think. But I try and think of a logical explanation, but not all of it, even I have to admit, does have an explanation yet. Would you want there to be ghosts, though? I wouldn't care if there were, because... 
it doesn't feel like a haunted house. It doesn't feel like, like when you see it in like movies, you'd think like, oh, you just terrorized. And <laughs> it's just, I'm not <laughs> like, it just, I don't know. Like it, it probably isn't, I don't know. No, I, I wouldn't care if it was, but then I'm saying as a skeptic of ghosts being real. You said it would be nice to have a ghost friend. It would be lovely, wouldn't it? Who wouldn't want a ghost friend like Jasper? Casper. Casper. <laughs> Jasper the friendly ghost. <laughs> Maybe we've got Jasper. <laughs> My cat's called Jasper. <laughs> oh, I love the name Jasper. Yeah. Jasper Miranda. Why? Jasper the dog from Miranda, which is like Jasper, Jasper. <laughs> so I'm curious about like your room and like what have you, what stands out to you and your experiences of things that have happened in your room? Well, it's weird. I don't feel anything wrong with my room. I feel like if anywhere is more haunted, it's like the hallway for some reason. I, I don't, I, I honestly feel so fine in my room, which is strange because everyone else seems to think it's weird in there. Like I, I've ne never actually experienced anything in there that would be like a haunting, like my TV is never turned on. Like <laughs> pictures never cracked in my room when I've been in there. So I, I think that's, I think that's like fine for me. It's just, it's just my sisters, mum, like dad, and uncle who seem to have the, the weird feeling about it. Like for some reason, I just think maybe a hallway in everyone's house is a bit kind of creepy, I guess. But that's the only place where I feel like mm, something strange. I mean, I've not felt particularly strange. No, it's, I don't think you would like it, it when you like. First walk out, I think it's fine, isn't it? Like, yeah. Everything's is it's a normal house, like to every to all intensive purpose. Maybe we should go and explore. <laughs> Get one of those like an app. <laughs> Does it yeah. got like a basement or an attic or something? Yeah, yeah. Have you got an attic? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a have you, have you do you go up there often or Well it, it's it's that could be a, <laughs> a place to look. <laughs> it's it's a... Uh, it's a converted attic, so it's like a room oh. there. So I don't, but then. Where you hide the bodies. Where we hide the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, like, there have been like a lot, a lot of different things happen that basically just, it seems, it's weird. So I have two brothers as well who say, who don't think the house is haunted, that they, they, they've never seen anything themselves. And they say, there's, I, actually, I don't know. I think they've said there's a weird feeling, but they don't think it's haunted. It's just my parents and my sisters that have really seen things. Like la, uh, two years ago as well, um, my sister Alice was like sat down at the kitchen table and she saw someone walk from the hallway into the living room. And then that same night, my dad went downstairs into the living room to check the back door was locked and he was like, he then went up to my parent to his room and said to my mom, I've just seen someone in the living room who isn't there. Like he saw someone there. I think like took a double wall. Like he said, see, this is why I need to get more information because like he says he's seen someone, but then I can't imagine he'd be saying he'd seen someone if it was just a glance, like he would have actually seen them. It wouldn't have been like a thing where it's like, because I mean, we've all done the thing where it's like, we look at something like a coat on a, on a chair and we're like, oh, there's someone there. But like, 
then you look at it again and it's not like so i don't think it's like that i think he's at like they're actually seeing people it's not like a a, a mistaken yeah identity. how could that not freak him out like that would that would just remarkably calm right like just going up to my <laughs> mum and being like oh yeah that's there's someone so, in the living room so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Interview. Um, I mean, Christian doesn't believe it, so get, get Christian on. He, <laughs> he would absolutely think I'm ins we're insane. But actually, he, I mean, I, 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 I tell him all the time that I think it's haunted, and everyone does. <laughs> what think but, you're insane? No, 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 no. Oh, like, everyone he, thinks it's haunted. Yeah, and tell, like, tell them. But then he's like more skeptical, so is Jacob. But... So does Chris not think it's haunted, even though there's been all these weird people? I think like he accepts that. Like he knows that my like parents and sisters wouldn't lie about seeing people, like because there's just been too many sightings or whatever. But like, why would you lie about it? So he accepts they believe it, but he thinks like there's got to be something else there. And until, like, I think you could find an actual, like, more logical explanation, I can't see what else it would be. But then that, may, like, I, I feel like if someone then asked me, oh, do you believe in ghosts? I'd be like, no, <laughs> like, you, you're an idiot, of course not. But then what else, I don't know what other explanation there could be for what's happened. From what they've said, they didn't look dead. They didn't look, they just looked like you like and I in like more old timey clothing, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, some some like experiences of ghosts um, seem to be less like less like a an entity that's sort of just wandering around, and more like a a glimpse of the past that's sort of um, for some reason replaying itself. Yeah, I've, in I've, that location, isn't um. There's a what's the big film? The Exorcist? No, um, the one about the house that narrows it down. Isn't it? Um, <laughs> the haunted house one, yeah. The haunted house movie. You know the one. Every horror film ever. Yeah. Jasper. Jasper. Um, the oh, what's it? It, it might be like The Conjuring or something about the house, and they the owners realize like, oh no, we we live in like two different paradoxes of time because it's like like you say like something they think like. The time can repeat itself in certain areas, which is weird. Which I, because then I guess that makes us ghosts as well to people. If we are living in that type of thing, people could be seeing us as ghosts. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's like yeah. times happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Or and in the future, people yeah. might see us as ghosts. Like people, if it's your house that's haunted, people might see you in the living room. Yeah. Like in the future. Yeah. Yeah, in like yeah. this time, they'll be seeing you like walk across the, your hallway. Yeah, yeah. That would be a cool. What if they see? They hear the ghost of Dora. <laughs> Dora was my hamster in sixth form. Can you tell how cool I was? <laughs> oh bless. George bought her for six quid. Six quid for pets at home. An absolute oh. deal. <laughs> and then uh, we always used to take the piss, and then she died. She did, die. did. She die in the house. She did indeed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, now she's a ghost. Yeah, that person saw walking down the hallway with the top hat. Dora the hamster. That was Dora. <laughs> That's got to be. She's grown a lot taller since. Then. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> it's been it's been a while. <laughs> she's a changed woman. <laughs>
feel like someone else has got to tell their ghost story. That's what I feel like less yeah. like I'm insane. Yeah, Faye, why don't you go yeah, into Faye, tell yours? So I right, I've got two. I've got one that's happened to me and one that happened to my mum. So my my mum, before I was born, she lived in a little market town in Suffolk. Um, and it was a really old house. And she she actually told me this the other day when I told her we were doing this episode that she'd used to hear like the, the noise of a swishing skirt in her bedroom. Ooh. And sometimes she'd almost feel someone like sit down on the end of her bed. And she she did a bit of digging and she found out that it used to be where the servants lived because she lived opposite a pub and the, all the like the servants and the maids that lived, that worked in the pub in the inn used to live in that house. And then she got really freaked out and moved. That's why she moved? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. So she, she had these experiences before she knew that the people lived there. Wow. So it was it was quite vivid then. It must have been to be that scary. It must have been something mm, must have been powerful. Yeah. 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 I think she just got a bit freaked out by the fact that the things happened, and then she found out he used to live there. So did the like that still happen after she found out about the history? Of, like. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And she she looked up, and the people before her, and like all the like the neighbouring houses said that they've experienced similar things. And that the maids and the servants have been seen just sort of like walking around or like you can hear their skirts. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Can you describe the sound of a skirt as well? Like, it's like sort of like a... Oh. Well, they yeah. must have really, they must have really swished oh, their skirts. Yeah, when, like, <laughs> you know when you like, you wear a big coat and it's... <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, my my second one. So the house I currently live in, my grandparents used to live there, and both of them died in the house of illness. It wasn't like some weird incident. Um, and oh, my, this is genuinely so weird. So my granddad died in about two thousand and seven, I think. No, two thousand and two. So I was really little, and on January the 7th in the early hours of the morning. So I, we obviously weren't, well, I wasn't there because I was like five. And then, oh my God, this is so weird. So about five, six years ago, so basically my, my grandparents had this like ticking clock that chimed every hour in the living room. And on the 7th of January, like five, six years ago, it stopped at 2 a.m. And oh. then my mum was like, we, we're not having this clock anymore. And the end clock went. Wow. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. That was too specific. But the like thing is, yeah, Faye, didn't you say like before then it, it stopped at a certain time or something? Yeah. So, so the clock, the clock was sort of, I mean, they'd had it for ages. So I think it was definitely like on the verge of breaking. So it did just used to stop randomly. But I think the fact that it stopped on that day at that time was too much of a coincidence mm. and we got a bit weirded out by it so you haven't got it was it a grandfather clock <laughs> was um, it though it yeah but it was it was on the wall oh you see that big <laughs> yeah but if it has a thing like that then um, the thing had a, um, a pendulum 
Yeah, okay, that counts. I'm counting that as a grandfather clock because that enhances the story on another level. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I'm sure some sort of coincidence, but it was just too it's, specific yeah. for me to not be weirded out by it. I get why you wouldn't want to have the clock after that. It's a bit too... Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Creepy, yeah. Also, just because, like, the house, it's still, like, the decor that my grandparents had, and most of the furniture is still theirs, and it's just a bit... It's a little bit unsettling. Do you mm. feel weird in the house at all? Like, I mean, do you feel a, a presence? Not particularly. It's just the fact that you know the history of the place and... Exactly. Mm, exactly, and I actually um, did you know what? You can go on like, Ancestry and find out who lived in your house. Um, can you? Yeah. Oh, you should do that actually. Oh. And then there's like a census. From... You have to pay for it. No, this was the free one, so they didn't tell me much. But they told me oh. that there was like um, a family called like the the Jervis family who used to live in that house in 1939. It was a husband and wife, John and Alice, and they had three children. And I think it's really cool that you can find out, but it's also really weird. Yeah. And a bit unsettling. Because like those people would have stayed in my room. Obviously. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. I, I, I think I think personally that the grandfather clock thing, um like it even from a paranormal sort of point of view, it's sort of like the fact that it stopped at two a.m. It's not like I wouldn't say it's creepy. Like it's almost like some kind of like remembrance of your granddad in a yeah. way. It's like some kind of like um, I don't know marking a significant point in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that is a better way to think about it. But yeah. it was just, it was just such a like such a strange event. But to be honest, when my grand was still alive, she always used to say that um, my granddad was always there. But I just took that to mean as like, she'd just lost her husband of how many years it was. Mm. But then now that you, like I think about it further, maybe he was there. Maybe she's there now. I don't know. Has your mum said she feels like anything well, with them there? She, she, she has. She said that like, sometimes she doesn't feel that she's on her own. But I don't know whether that's just because, like, she misses them and she doesn't want to feel alone, or whether she does actually feel the presence. Very good. Right. Next ghost story. Hugh, who's going next? Me. Okay. So, I'm from a small town called Bolsover, Bolsover. in North Derbyshire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I haven't that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> A small town called Bolsover in North Derbyshire. Um, in Bolsover is a castle called Bolsover Castle. And it actually in 2017, it was um, voted by English Heritage as one of the spookiest, as the spookiest uh, site. Because we went in there, didn't we, when we were yours? And, yes. Uh, but it was during the day, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, and it's known to be extremely haunted. Um, uh, there's been lots of sightings and, um, strange goings on there. Um, like, um, people have been, um, pushed by things that they can't see. Um, 
They've heard footsteps, muffled voices, slamming doors, cold sensations. Um, night security guards have been alarmed by unexplained lights while a little boy has been seen holding the hands of visitors as they walk about the site. Um, and people are completely... So, like, they've seen, like, a little boy holding the hands of people and the the person that he's holding the hand of is, like, unaware that anyone is there. Um, and, um, and one night... Um, a member of staff heard a scream which got louder and louder as she walked um, away from the castle only to find that no one was there. Um, and there's been all sorts of stories. Um, but um, so I went on a um, like a ghost walk. Um, it was like November of like 2016 or something. Um, and it was like a really cold, um, really cold, dark November night. And we were going around the castle and we were get, being told all of the, all of the stories about the place. And, um, we got to the most haunted room in the castle. It was just this little room in, um, in the main part of the castle and, um, someone was like filming or like look, looking through a camera um, at the room and I saw on the on the camera on the on the screen there were like little white sort of orbs floating around but I couldn't see anything in like the real like in real life I could only see through the camera was like these weird little orbs floating around and you know it so my first, my first thought was like oh is it like dust that's being like i don't know distorted or like lit up by the camera or whatever but they seemed to be like moving almost in like a autonomous way like they were like moving sort of intelligently if you know what i mean um but you know who knows i mean like there there's lots of stories about like people seeing orbs in in really haunted places like glowing balls of light moving around and they're also associated with like ufo activity and things like that um but who knows um it was very weird um yeah that sounds creepy yeah was that in um, the big there's like a big building bit yeah that, that was in what's called the little castle which is like the main sort of... We went into that bit, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, we went into like the chambers right upstairs. Is that where it was? Uh, yeah, it was in, the, it was like in one of the big rooms, there's a little room which just goes off to the side in the corner. And that's apparently where a lot of sightings have happened. Um, and um, yeah, so Bowls of the Castle goes back to like the 11th or to the 10th century is when it was built. Um, and um, uh, it was um, lots of things have happened there. It was been under siege like twice um, in the Civil War, and then um, it was owned by Sir Charles Cavendish for a while. Um, and 
one of the weirdest stories, which is um, one of the more famous ones, was when someone saw a um, a like they they were in the the kitchens underneath the little castle, and they saw a woman dressed in like medieval clothes uh, running towards one of the ovens, and she opened the oven, and she looked very suspicious, and she was looking around, and she was holding something. And then as she opened the oven, there were hot coals in the oven. And the woman threw something in the oven. And then there were like the screams of a baby. And then the person who is witnessing it ran towards this person and tried to stop her from doing this. And then the whole scene disappeared, apparently. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, we, we went down to the kitchens and it's just, you have to go down those little passageways and it's all just made of that light coloured stone. And you do, I mean, I'm not just saying this now, but when, when I was in there, you do get a sense of just like, that it is a bit creepy and that you feel, you do feel the presence while you're in there. Yeah, I agree. That's why Hugh hangs around in there. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. a VIP yeah. pass when we. Well, that's why they all let me in free. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh, you come straight through, come, <laughs> come right on in." Here we go. <laughs> Regulars. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, he doesn't. Didn't your brother see something when he was there? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, it's a shame we couldn't get him on to tell the story, but um, he he did say that he saw a, a, a figure of a, a lady in. Um, oh no, I think it was a man in in like. Uh, uh, middle ages sort of 15th century clothing um and then he went down to try and find the the figure and no one was there um but um yeah uh, supposedly it was built on an ancient um a burial ground apparently um and, uh, also bearing in mind the place where he saw the figure it's it's fully enclosed apart from the stairs yeah to- down there so if there was someone they would have had to go past him to get up that's right which yeah yeah strange also there is apparently the um the the um satanic capital of britain you know according to a uh a recent census but that was quickly um that was quickly uh, rebuked by the uh, church of satan actually <laughs> was it actually? Yeah, <laughs> I think people put down Satanism as their religion what, just the, as a joke. The, <laughs> sorry. In in Bolsover. Yeah, but Bolsover like was like the highest concentration of Satanists. But, you, uh, we've got a lot of witches in Yorkshire. Like, oh really? Actual, yeah, in West Yorkshire, communities of witches that still live up oh, on that's hills. Bizarre. Oh, wow. Really in little houses yeah and they do sort of spells and stuff my teacher one of my teachers at school was into all that really? at primary school oh, yeah she was like she used to draw pictures of um oh that's something i could talk about she used to draw pictures of like fairies that she could see and stuff and and tell us about them in, in class wait you and sure they were like high? <laughs> well i don't know um she did bake a lot of brownies but <laughs> <laughs> Um, weed weed brownies <laughs> well maybe we get that a separate stash for herself but she used to, i'm hoping the ones she made us didn't contain anything weird like, fro- um, like uh well she told us there was sorry 
<laughs> Newt's legs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but basically, um, she saw these things that were like, I guess you could say sprites, like purpley, pinky, little, little like female things with wings that looked a bit like fairies, um, but like with weird, kind of flowing limbs, and she used to like draw them, paint them. And stuff. Wow. But she took it all quite seriously. I think she was into the the whole West Yorkshire witchy type culture, which still exists. Ah, yeah, that, that West Yorkshire witch culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a thing. <laughs> I forgot where they are. I think it might be Harrogate or something, but there's definitely a, still a bunch of them that live up there. Um, like a self-sustaining kind of community. So Ben, do you want to tell your story? Because the the bells are currently going off, and they'll be going off for about ten minutes here. So I'm just going to mute myself, and you can tell All your right. story. Well, so mine is it's not so much a story in the sense that it's not a personal encounter. Um, but I live in Eldwick, which is just up the hill from a town called Bingley, and uh, between the two on the hill, there's a park called Prince of Wales Park, and. Um, when I was in Scouts, they used to <laughs> they used to tell us this story about how there was the ghost of a headless man, I think it was, in there. Um, and that one time this guy was walking his dog and the dog ran. Oh no, was it that the ghost was walking his dog? I should probably get my facts straight about it. The headless ghost walks a dog. Is it? How did you have you just looked it up? Headless dog. You told me when we, you you made me walk through the forest. All right, yeah. So the, there was a uh, the ghost. There's a so there's a head. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a headless ghost, and I'm pretty sure a guy walk walking his dog. The dog ran off into the forest and found the ghost or something, and the and the. But the, the but um, Prince of Wales Park has a bit of a weird history of this kind of stuff because my mum was telling me actually a guy uh, hung himself there a few years ago. Um, oh, it was two thousand six, but he um, he basically hung himself with sellotape, which I've never heard of before. Oh, oh my god! God, yeah. Oh god! But um, but he was hearing voices saying that. Um, they the voices wanted to kill him. Yeah, um, is he is that? Bit I don't of know. Mm. I think he. I think it, there's evidence that he was suffering from some kind of severe depression. Maybe yeah. 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 Well, there's actually um, around here. There's a <laughs> there's a bunch of people called the Pennine Paranormal Society that Ooh, goes around. They go they go around pubs in they go around pubs in Bingley like investigating the. Um, the tales of Ooh. hauntings. Um, also, I think because yeah. around where you lived, like specifically, there's just so much history. Like we went for a walk on the moors, and there were what like Stone Age carvings on the rocks and stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. like, I'm reading. A, I'm reading an article here about the 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 Pennine Paranormal Society. So they use their traditional. They like the traditional methods. So you know the boards and the uh, uh, and the voice record electromagnetic voice recorder yeah. type stuff um so there's uh here that the great names get there consists of a guy called cy booth gil smilly <laughs> gil 
Smilly. <laughs> 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 I just kept what bringing that? so what many bells. Gil Smilly. Gil Smilly. Or Jill. No, it'll be Jill. It'll be Jill. Jill Smilly. I was going to say, it sounded like a pirate. Yeah, Gil Smilly. Gil Smilly. Sue Sharp and Kevin Robinson. Oh, and Chris Whitehouse. And apparently, um, the the who seems to be the ringleader of the gang, Cy Booth, said that they found Bingley to be spook central. Spook central. <laughs> yeah, so there must be a lot of stuff going on there. Um, apparently, old, at the old White Horse. The White Horse is... Um, I took you to the White Horse. Do you remember, Faye? We went for a pint once. In there, oh, it's a it's a white pub. Well, like, like, the, the, the I think, old one that was just full of like old men. I think the three. Of us yeah, so there. Were... Oh, maybe we went again when you came. Then, yeah, yeah, oh, we did. But I went with Faye once on her own. But basically, apparently, that's there's supposed to be twenty six ghosts resident in that pub. How specific. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty six. Um, and there's some at the Brown Cow, which is um, by the. Cow and Calf, you know, the rocks that we went to on Oakingmore. Ah. Oh, yeah, I like that it's called the Cow and Calf because it's like one big rock and one small rock. Yeah, oh, yeah there's yeah, a cow yeah. and a calf, yeah. yeah. There's some really cool, uh, there's loads of rock carvings up there um, um, from when people just carve the name into it. So they'll carve like a name and a date into the rock. And they stretch back to like the 1800s and stuff. Yeah, we, we stood on that rock, didn't we? And there was some. Yeah, like... we had a look. But like people have been carving their name in there for like 200 years. It's mm. crazy. Mm. Um, you got wax on your laptop. You got wax everywhere. What are you doing? I still, I was playing with it. Maybe it's one of the ghosts. It's ectoplasm. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> all this. I've gone in the keys. Haunted wax. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they always say. <laughs> when lockdown is over, we need to hold a seance in George's house. Oh god. Yeah, how yeah. does what's the method behind that then? Uh by yeah, getting Ouija you... board. We'll do it in your room. The thing with Ouija board, like why do you have to touch it for the ghost to like That's what I always think, yeah, yeah. Oh, you think it's bollocks then? Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because... I don't know. I'd definitely be up for trying it if we then all like, slept in the Is same Is that weird room. shop in Manchester? Um, the one that's got loads of different floors. Did, did you go there when you came? I think we might have gone there. There's a lot of weird stuff in there. I, it's I didn't. It's sort of quite hipstery. Yeah, it's very like hip, hipstery, but it's, but it's like... It's, but it's not just that. It's sort of weird. It's got weird stuff in it. Like a bit like... Yeah, like sort of very communities of people that like that aren't really don't really fit into normal society. And there's a shop in there which sells loads of stuff like that, like we we yeah. Oh yeah, no, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely be up for giving it a go. I mean, I'm not. I I I actually wouldn't personally. Wouldn't you? I I don't know. It's well, it's one of those things that I've always wanted to try, but obviously, like. I'm still very skeptical about the whole ghost thing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I've heard like stories of like things happening around the people who are involved in them, like after mm. after the ceremony. Okay, yeah, no, I've changed my mind. 
like 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 you... they will experience like you know pa- paranormal things happening in their life afterwards did you know this is an interesting one the um uh the what's that composer called um oh schumann so. <laughs> yeah um you know he wrote a, you know he was really depressed for a while schumann yeah um, like suicidal and um he wrote a violin concerto it's amazing if you don't know it a lot of people don't know it but it's one of the best violin concertos it's really good and he wrote that before he tried to commit suicide and then he had a failed suicide attempt and uh, Joachim, you know, the, the violinist who premiered the Mendelssohn Concerto, he was supposed to be the one to perform it. And anyway, they decided, I think Clara Schumann decided, they decided between them that it would be better if they just locked it away um, and didn't let him see it or hear it again because it would just remind him of, like, the state he was in. Um, so that's what they did um, with the intention of no one ever finding it. And it was his... I think it was his niece or something like that. Uh, a seance said that the spirit of Schumann spoke to her and told her where the location of the manuscript was. And she actually went and found it. Um, and uh, and she wanted... She was a violinist. She wanted to premiere it. Um, and anyway, she sent it off to um, Yehudi Menwin, who was quite young then. He was in his... In his like, you know, he was a child prodigy. And then he had took a look at it, said he wanted to do it uh, instead. I don't know, it, I guess he just nicked it then or something. So he decided he was going to do it. And then uh, in the end, the Nazi party seized the manuscript and did the world premiere of it in like a propaganda concert. But the concerto was found, yeah, apparently because the spirit of Schumann spoke to his um, ancestor, well, not the opposite of ancestor, descendant, and told her that um, his piece was hidden away, and that's how wow. she found it. That was crazy. Yeah. And you can hear it now. I mean, you can, people perform it now, so yeah, that's weird. That's amazing. Thank you for joining us today on the Mockery Cushion. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. this week's episode no oh ben (laughs) no there's a delay i'm sorry what in your brain or on zoom (laughs) 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 this is the best the best quote i've ever heard so you know alexander hamilton and thomas jefferson had a Mm. big fallout about the central yeah. Back in the early days oh, of America. Right. And <laughs> I just can't believe how good this is. Alexander Hamilton once said to Thomas Jefferson, there are approximately uh, 1,010,300 words in the English language, but I could never string enough words together to properly express how much I want to hit you with a chair. <laughs> it's just a, it sounds like there's going to be a really uh, eloquent finish and it yeah. just tails off into like the most basic yeah. insult. <laughs> How much I want to get, get, get hit you with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know whether he it's said like... it in a aggr- like an aggressive way. Or... Yeah. How much? Like, I, the, slap you there in are the never face. enough words in the language to express how much I want to smash your head in with a chair. <laughs> I want to cave your skull in with a chair. <laughs> so mash you up into a pulp. <laughs> Yeah, you have to do a biography. Well, that's, that's after the intro, though. Yeah, that's oh. after. Yeah. I just say, like, hi, I'm George. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorted. That's <laughs> fine. I've got arms and legs. Uh... Oh, so I'm in the episode there. <laughs> hi, I'm George, and I live in a haunted house. I'm George, and I live in a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Hieronymus, a bit Hieronymus, 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 it taking us so long to do that? I don't know. Well, you just said it so matter of fact and then you realise how good it was. <laughs> but, but your laugh was literally like a cockerel or something. <laughs> 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 cockerel! <laughs> like a cockery mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> cockery doodle do. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> 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 <laughs>